Hello, welcome to my secret obsession. I'm Cherish Lively, and today we are reading Coveted Kiss. It's the third book in the Savage Security series. It picks up right where Avenging Kiss left off and ties together a few dangling threads. The twists and turns in this romantic thriller hold the reader's focus through multiple points of view, giving the reader a peek into each character's perspective. This book has everything action, mystery, revenge, and romance. So, get comfy. Turn up the volume, and let's read a book. Chapter 9 Bella eased open her eyes. Her head pounded with the blinding pulse of a clogger's shoes on a wooden dance floor. As she inhaled deeply, pain shot from her ribs and caught her breath. Oh, she moaned and tossed an arm over her head, instantly regretting the movement because it put stress on her tender ribs. Wincing, she settled her arm along her side again and focused on taking shallow breaths. She lay in bed, staring up at the ceiling as she did her best to remember what happened. She'd gone on a date with Eric James. They'd had a wonderful time. And then he took her back to work to pick up the flowers that he'd sent earlier in the day. She'd gone to the bathroom, and when she returned, she found him in the conference room at Savage Security. He'd been taping something to the underside of the table. That was when all hell broke loose. His hazel eyes had shifted from light and easy to dark and foreboding. He charged to her when she confronted him. She still couldn't believe that he'd attacked her. She gingerly touched her neck where Eric had gripped her in a strangling hold. Thank God she'd hit the panic button before he got the chance to kill her. She did her best to force the dark thoughts from her mind. The overwhelming need to pee filled her. Had they given her an IV at the hospital? She wasn't sure. She remembered being in the ambulance. Voices had surrounded her some talking to her, questioning her as she was poked and prodded. But one voice had encouraged her. Had that voice belonged to the one who stroked her arm and held her hand? Had Jack been with her? Did that make sense? Her memory was so clouded that she didn't know what was real and what wasn't. Easing the covers off her body, she stopped when she realized what she was wearing. All she had on was her lace bra and matching undies. Shame filled her. She decided to wear sexy lingerie in case things with Eric had progressed. They'd made out plenty, but they hadn't had intercourse because of her yeast infection. Oh, she moaned as she brushed her hand over her bruised ribs. For the life of her, she couldn't remember peeling off her clothes. But she must have been with it enough to lay them neatly over the chair by the window. She was surprised that she hadn't just left them on the floor by the bed. How did she get home? She racked her mind, and an image of Jack popped into her head. He'd been there. A flash of sensation flooded her as she remembered his hands on her body, not in a sexual way, but in a desperate, purposeful way. He'd begged her to open her eyes. Jack was the one who'd saved her. She rolled onto her side, gritting her teeth at the pain, and then sat up. Her legs dangled over the side of the bed as she waited for the dizziness to settle. When the world stopped spinning, she stood and gently touched her bruised ribs. What had Eric done to her? It felt as if a python had used her as a cuddly toy. Fear slithered around her as she wondered what else Eric had done that she didn't remember. Did she even want to know? She'd scoff at herself if the action wouldn't kill her throat. Taking in a breath and shoving the negative thoughts from her mind, she opened her bedroom door and trudged to the bathroom. Her heart sank at her reflection in the mirror. One eye was completely black and blue. 
Tiny veins bled into the whites of her eye. One cheek was swollen and badly bruised, and Eric's handprints were visible on her neck. As horrible as she looked, she was thankful that none of it would scar. She didn't want to look in the mirror every day of her life and relive the nightmare that almost killed her. Turning away from the mirror, she went to the toilet and did her business. Jack sat up at the sound of the toilet flushing. She was awake. His heart stuttered. Would she remember? How would she be? Glancing at his watch, he realized he'd gotten a few hours of sleep. Hopefully she felt better after the rest. The bathroom door slowly opened and out she walked. Shit. His blood raced south when she came out of the bathroom in only her lace bra and panties. Oliver was on display in the daylight. She was better than he'd ever fantasized. He did his best to keep his eyes on her face, but her other parts drew his eyes downward with the strength of a rare earth supermagnet. She neared him, rubbing the pad of her hand over her forehead with her eyes closed. Um, he started. Hey, Bella. He'd stand, but then his reaction to her would be obvious. She screamed at the sound of the man's voice, and her whole body jerked. Her arm banded around her breast while the other flew to the front of her panties. What? Her heart raced as the memory of Eric's hands tightening on her neck rushed through her mind. Jack stood and turned around so that his back was to her. It's me, Jack, he said, taking a few settling breaths. He waved his hand in the air like an idiot. This wasn't how he expected things to go. I'm sorry that I scared you. His voice was tentative and apologetic. He shoved his hands into his pockets. She looked at him, his back still to her, and then she rushed into the bathroom. Her heart pounded against her ribs, which only made them hurt more. Perfect. Her co-worker had seen her in her lace skivvies. The humiliation was overwhelming. The only consolation was that he'd probably seen so many women naked that she'd be easily forgotten from his memory. Grabbing a bath towel and wrapping it around her body, she walked back into the hallway to get some answers. Jack willed his body under control and adjusted himself. You can't show a man a gorgeous, nearly naked woman and not expect his body to notice. No need to advertise his feelings for her. Now wasn't the time. What are you doing here? She asked. She wasn't sure if she was relieved or upset at his presence, but she was certainly confused. He hated the worry in her voice. Can I turn around? He risked a quick look over his shoulder and saw her cloaked in a bath towel. An image of her in the shower with him flashed through his mind. Yes, she said, needing to take a deep breath but not wanting the pain to tear through her again. Why are you here? Jack turned so that he faced her. He wanted to go to her, wrap her up in his arms and cradle her close to his body. But she clearly wasn't thrilled with his presence. Do you remember anything about last night? He wasn't sure what to do with his hands, so he shoved them back into his pockets. The question bothered her, because not much made sense to her, and she didn't know what to think. Not a lot, she replied honestly. Eric attacked me? I'm not sure why. Tears threatened to spill down her face as the memory rushed back. She'd trusted Eric. She'd liked him. She'd wanted to take their relationship to the next level sexually. Thank God for the yeast infection that had kept her from having sex with him. Jack cut the distance between them in an instant and pulled her against him. 
She nestled the uninjured part of her face into his chest as his arms banded around her back. His heart thudded dramatically in her ear as his fingers traced up and down her back in a relaxing rhythm. Does this hurt? Jack asked, rubbing her gently. He wanted to bring her comfort in some way, even if it was only in a thoughtful gesture. No, she murmured, her lips brushing against his shirt. Feels good. It did. Something about Jack's strength and gentleness settled her, made her feel safe. The warmth of her breath heated his chest through his shirt. He couldn't help but kiss the top of her head. Pulling away slightly, he asked, Do you have a bathrobe? I'll get it for you. He wanted more of her covered. Bella, wrapped in a towel, was too distracting. She appreciated his thoughtfulness. How could they carry on the conversation that they needed to with her nearly naked? Yes, in my closet. Jack left her and wandered into her bedroom. The queen bed caught his attention. There'd be plenty of room for him in that bed, especially if they cuddled together. Who was he kidding? If he made it into her bed, he wouldn't be sleeping. Pulling open the closet door, he was impressed by the volume of shoes and the quantity of clothes that she'd squeezed into the space. Pushing back the clothes, he pulled her plush bathrobe off the hanger and laughed as he inspected it. He hadn't expected her to have a Game of Thrones bathrobe. Bella apparently had a thing for Jon Snow, because his image dominated the fabric. Bella felt weird standing in the hallway in a towel, frustrated and confused. She made her way into her bathroom and leaned against the door. She smiled, but hated that the simple action pained her. You like it? she asked, noting the smile on Jack's face. He glanced at the bathrobe and then back at her. Jon Snow, huh? He moved to stand behind her and eased her arm into the sleeve. He's a fan favorite. She felt silly that Jack now knew about her crush on an actor. I guess I'm drawn to alpha males. As soon as the words were out of her mouth, she regretted them. She felt like a silly schoolgirl, and she knew she looked pathetic since she worked with a group of men who epitomized the phrase, alpha male. He'd be lucky to have you, Jack chuckled and eased her arm into the other sleeve. He settled the robe on her shoulders. You can drop the towel now, he said. Bella let the towel puddle at her feet and turned to face him. She gave him a smile as she cinched the belt around her waist. You helped me last night, didn't you? She studied his face. His green eyes sparkled with life, but he was missing the cocky grin that always brightened his face. He wasn't sure to which time she was referring, but he confirmed her suspicion. Yes, I stayed with you at the hospital and then brought you here. He paused a moment and then continued. I stayed because I wasn't sure if you'd need help when you woke up. I hope you're not upset. He tried to read her face, but the bruises and swelling were so bad that her face couldn't make its natural expressions. At you? No, Bella said. I'm not upset at you. I'm not sure what happened, but from what I saw in the mirror, it was pretty bad. Jack paid close attention to her words. She spoke in near whispers, but he knew that was because of her throat. Your pain meds are in the other room. He tossed a thumb over his shoulder towards the hallway. I'll get them for you. Wait, she forced out and touched his arm. She needed to get herself under control because heat fanned from her chest and tears threatened to spill from her eyes. Thanks, Jack. 
An easy smile settled on his face. Happy to help. He knew what she was referring to. She'd never been able to hide much from him. She wore her emotions like a beauty queen donned in the winner's ribbon. And right now, he wanted to wipe the bumps and bruises off her body, the way one could brush off filth and grime. He wanted to erase all the bad things that had happened to her in the last 24 hours. But he wasn't the great Oz. He couldn't magically remove pain and erase horrible memories. But he could be a friend. He'd be a shoulder for her to cry on. Giving her another smile, he said, I'll get the meds. He made his way down the hallway and into the kitchen. He was surprised that he was nervous about what would happen between them. He was usually a confident man. He'd even been accused of being cocky, which wasn't a surprise. There was nothing he couldn't do or problem he couldn't solve. But for the life of him, he didn't know how he was going to be able to be around Bella and not act on his feelings. He'd nearly lost her once, and the reality of that spurred him on. He wasn't going to make that mistake again and let her slip through his fingers. She slowly made her way into the family room and settled herself on the sofa with a groan. My ribs are killing me, she moaned, and then took a slight inhalation, trying not to move her ribs. She watched Jack as he made himself at home in her kitchen. At her words, Jack felt like an ass. He opened the cupboard and grabbed a glass. Moving to the sink, he turned the tap and looked at her over his shoulder. I'm sorry to say that Eric doesn't get blamed for your ribs. She cocked her head to the side and eyed him as he approached her. What do you mean? If not Eric, then why did her ribs hurt so much? Jack held the pain pill in his palm in front of her. Her fingertips grazed his palm as she picked up the pill. He squashed the groan that threatened to expose his feelings for her. I did that. She read the concern on his face. His eyebrows were pulled together and his lips formed a straight line. You did it? Now she was really confused. What do you mean? What he said didn't make sense. How could he have hurt her ribs? Jack eased onto the sofa beside her and rested his elbows on his knees. Leaning forward, he took a breath and looked into her eyes. He wasn't sure how much to say. If she didn't remember what he did to Eric, that may work to their advantage. As far as the police were concerned, Eric fled after being shot, while Jack focused on reviving Bella. Thinking back, his stomach churned as he recalled the strangled sounds that squeaked out of her until no sound escaped her lips. That memory turned his blood cold. Eric had beaten and choked you. When I couldn't find a pulse, I did chest compressions. Bella stared at Jack, her mouth agape as she processed his words. You couldn't find a pulse? She stuttered. I wasn't breathing? Heat cocooned her in a suffocating bubble and made her world spin. She hadn't realized how close she'd come to death. Jack hated the fear that washed over her. He settled a hand on her knee for comfort. Hey, it's no biggie. He lied with a shrug. He'd never experienced such heart-stopping fear as he did when he was trying to revive her. He'd done that shit before, save people, but never when his heart was so attached to the person. No biggie? She repeated. You literally saved my life. She sat in shock and eyed him. His strong features had always been attractive to her. But as she saw his gentle heart, her feelings overwhelmed her. 
All of this was too much. Too many emotions battled within her. Fear, anger, regret, gratitude. Resting her fingers over his hand but still covered her knee, she said, Thanks. She shook her head back and forth. That sounds stupid, doesn't it? She never heard the guy say thanks for anything when they came back from the job. At her touch, he slipped his fingers between hers and looked at their joined hands. Happy to do it. You'd do the same for me, right? He cocked a brow at her. She let out a breath of air that almost sounded like a scoff. Of course. She'd passed the Red Cross's life-saving class, but she wasn't sure she could do it if needed in the stress of the moment. Hopefully that day would never come. Jack wasn't sure what she was thinking, but her lips arced into a smile. What? She shook her head. You helped me get undressed last night, didn't you? Hey, you asked for help, he answered in defense. I averted my eyes. She could tell from the gleam in his eyes and his flirty smile that he'd still seen plenty. Oh, she sighed, pressing her fingers against her forehead. I'm sorry about that. She was humiliated. Not only did her date try to kill her, but she'd even worn provocative lingerie for the ass, and Jack knew it. Sorry. That didn't make any sense. He certainly didn't regret it. He certainly didn't regret it. She was fucking hot, but he sensed that she didn't want to hear that right now. No worries. He shrugged his shoulders. That's what friends are for. Shit. Did he just put himself in the friend category? So, I don't remember much. Bella caught her bottom lip on her teeth. Why did Eric attack me? She needed to understand. She needed for this nightmare to make sense. Jack proceeded to give her the basics about Eric's ties to the sleeper cell. She teared up a few times, so he found a box of tissues for her. The situation confirmed that his attraction to her wasn't just physical, because no matter how puffy or red her eyes got, or how much snot she blew into the tissues, she was still the most gorgeous woman he'd ever seen. So, he continued, I'm here until this gets cleared up. Her eyebrows pulled together. What do you mean by here? She pointed towards the floor. I'm going to be your personal bodyguard until we figured everything out. We don't know who else is involved in the sleeper cell. But don't worry. We are, we are not going to give up until we know we've shut them down and the threat is removed. Bella's mouth hung open. You mean, I'm still in danger? When would this nightmare end? Hadn't she been through enough? Jack rested his hand on her knee again. He wanted to snake it up between the fabric of her bathrobe and caress the tender flesh of her thigh. That occasionally slipped into view. But he wouldn't take advantage of her overwhelmed state. He was a gentleman, after all. You're probably safe. You weren't the real target. Target? She shook her head. Who is the real target? Maybe the meds and the blows to her head were messing with her logic but she was having trouble following Jack's explanation. Jack hadn't thought this through. Clearly his lust was clouding his judgment and loosening his tongue. They were going after us. Savage security. Maybe she'd be safer without him. Get her as far away from the danger as possible. Maybe she'd realize this and quit her job. 
She hadn't realized that her office job would be so dangerous. But if she needed a bodyguard, she was glad it was him. So, we're going to be besties? She squeezed his hand and gave him a smile. Besties, he replied. At least it was a move in the right direction. Now he needed to figure out how to go from bestie to lover. You're not getting rid of me. She laughed, and the sound eased Jack's heart. She'd be okay. He'd make damn sure of it. Thank you for sharing your time with me. I hope you enjoyed the reading for today. If you have not had a chance to listen to Avenging Kiss, you may want to do that. It can be found in episodes 38 through 53. To keep up with various novels and authors that we will feature, you can follow My Secret Obsession on Facebook, Instagram, and X at Cherish Lively. Or visit the website at tinyurl.com slash Cherish Lively. Goodbye.